Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. Sorry that I didn't get a episode out for you last week. I had some technical difficulties, and I also made a mistake in the program. I forgot that Thursday was Halloween, so I had to adjust some stuff. But we're back on track now, and I am recording this podcast from the parking lot of a cyclocross race. So if you hear some interesting noises, it's probably just people around me either suffering or fixing bikes or what have you. So here we go. Let's get into the week. Monday, we're going to begin with a workout that John Michael programmed for us. Uh, it's an interesting one. It's a little bit different structure, so make sure you're kind of paying attention to how it rolls out because it, it rolls in a, an interesting order. So here's the workout. It's four rounds, each of which is for time, and you have 27 minutes to have finished all four rounds. A round consists of, or well, rather the first round consists of 21 deadlifts, then 14 burpee box overs, and seven bar muscle-ups, or 14 toes to bar, if we need to scale that down. That is the first round. The second round is done in reverse order. So after round one, you get two minutes of rest, and then you start at the bar muscle-ups, or the toes to bar, and then you move to the burpee box overs, then you finish with the deadlifts. Then two minutes of rest. Then round three, we go back to how we did round one, which is deadlifts first, burpee second, and then toes to bar or muscle ups third. And then finally, our fourth round is the reverse order again with muscle ups to begin, burpee box over second, and then an aggressive set of deadlifts to sprint through the finish. Um, it's an interesting little way to build a workout. It definitely is set up for pretty high intensity work. We're hopefully only working for a couple minutes and then taking a two minute rest. So we should be able to put out a lot of power and, and some good some good speed to our motion and really jack our heart rate up in that short working window. Um, with that 27 minute cap, it's gonna it's gonna force you to keep moving. I think that's pretty finishable for for the majority of people. If it doesn't look like it's gonna be finishable, then please communicate with your coach. Let's scale it back a little bit. Let's use less weight on the deadlift, a shorter box, do fewer toes to bar if we need to, uh, or if you're doing muscle ups and you know that seven muscle-ups is just going to bog you down, then only do three or four muscle-ups. Do enough to stress yourself and get better, but not so much that you can't get through the work in a timely fashion. That's really what the time cap's there for. So that one on Monday, we're going to follow it with a 2K partner ski. So here's how that's going to work. I'm going to grab a partner, and we're going to go back and forth. Every 20 seconds, we are getting off of the machine. So I ski as hard as I can for 20 seconds, and then I slip out and I hand Billy the handles. He takes over and he's going to rip hard for the next 20 seconds, and then he's out and I'm in. So it's a series of sprints. Uh, 2K is a good little distance, but because you are only working 20 seconds and you're resting 20 seconds after, you should be able to put a lot of power down for those 20 seconds of work. We're going to move pretty quickly as teams, just communicate, 
transition well between the two of you. Um, and let's uh, have some fun with that as you knock it out. There's probably going to be some funny moments, so don't don't be afraid to laugh at yourself. you got to have fun while you're training, otherwise you're going to get less out of it. Right, so Monday's stuff knocked out. Tuesday, a little bit different feel. Actually, quite a bit different feel. We've got a chipper-style workout. It is going to be uh, first 50 wall ball shots. After those 50 wall ball shots, you're going to move on to 30 power snatches at a pretty light weight. 30, uh, or I'm sorry, 75 pounds for the guys and 55 pounds for the ladies. So that might even be a muscle snatch for a lot of you, uh, for, for most people, honestly. And then 25 wall ball shots, and you finish with heavier set of 15 power snatches at 95 pounds for guys, 65 for ladies. That's that's definitely a doable touch-and-go set as well, or I think you should use a weight that sets you up for that to be a doable touch-and-go set. Maybe you're breaking it into two or at most three bites, I would think. But set yourself up with a barbell that you can move quickly once you get done with those wall ball shots. It should be kind of a, a sprint through the barbell to the finish. When I look at this workout, I don't see a terribly long one. Um, I think I think it's definitely doable under 10 minutes. So this is kind of our uh, shorter kick for the week. But it's not real heavy, and it's not honestly all that many reps. So this should be one that doesn't leave you too beat up, too sore, but it really opens up the opportunity for you to move quite fast, right? Wall balls, they're, they require some accuracy, but, but we can definitely move quickly with them. And then that lightweight power snatch, even both of those weights being pretty light on the power snatch, we should be able to manhandle that bar and, and accuracy becomes a little bit less of a concern because it's so light and we can just jack up the dials of intensity. And that's what that one's there for. So try to, try to really slam into that workout um, and be aggressive with it. Afterward, we're going to go for a little walk. I'd say go hit 200 meters on your feet and then spend some time rolling and stretching. Uh, we want to just really dump intensity into that workout. I want to see people pretty smashed when they get done because they've pushed so hard for those few minutes of work. Thursday, or no, not Thursday. We're only on to Wednesday right now. So Wednesday, it's going to be uh, a 20-minute alternating on-the-minute workout. So I like this style a lot. I've done a lot of these personally. I've programmed quite a few for you guys. And and this one is 15 or rather 10 to 15 kettlebell swings on the first minute and 10 to 15 V-ups on the second minute. All right, I want you to pick a volume of work that you can start a set and finish that set without taking any breaks. So a single set of work, nice smooth movement, good accurate uh, timing as you go through the, the reps. There's a lot of timing that goes into a kettlebell swing and a lot of timing that goes into a V-up. So work on being more consistently smooth with the movements. Neither of those sets are meant to be overwhelmingly large. Um, it's kind of meant to be more of a more of a workout that's built around you performing uh, very controlled sets of work, feeling like you, you own each minute when you pick up the implement or you, when you start the V-ups. So... Be smart about this. There's definitely room on the kettlebell swing. Uh, you could go heavier than what we've prescribed. I know a lot of people are capable of that. Uh, but also, definitely go lighter. Go lighter if you need to go lighter to be able to do the work well. Honestly, I'd rather see people doing more along the 15 reps of the kettlebell swing. And then probably most people will have to stay on the lighter end, uh, the 10 reps or so of the V-ups. But I think, I think that's kind of the way it should be. So if you can, try to 
or maybe even just lighten the load so that you can swing more kettlebell swings consistently and do those 15 reps rather than the 10. After we do, after we do that workout, we're going to do a little post wad, five sets of seven reps where we do a seated dumbbell clean and press. Now this is gonna be a little weird. Uh, it is unassisted by our legs because we're sitting down. So we're gonna sit flat on our butt, put the dumbbells on the ground, pick them up to our shoulders, and then press them overhead. The whole movement is done very strict because you don't get any driving momentum out of your legs for either the clean portion or the press portion. So you really have to curl it up and then do a strict press. Uh, five sets of seven, rest what you need to between them. Want you to be struggling to do the last two reps. They should burn really bad. You should get through them, but rep number six and rep number seven should be should be difficult, very difficult to do. Uh, if you've done that and you're still successful at completing those last two reps, then you've got the right weight. If it's a little too heavy and you fail one, then go down and wait. If it's feeling too easy and you're not getting that that nasty feeling, that that deep burn, then bump up the weight a little bit. Um, yeah, it's slowing things down, working on position, pressing overhead. It's really tough to press overhead well while you're seated because of the position your po your spine gets adapted to because of the legs spread out on the floor. Uh, unless you're a more flexible athlete, in which case the spine position is less altered by sitting down. So do what you can with that. Um, have fun with it. It's going to be a little funky. It's going to be a little different. Uh, get that burn on. Thursday. Now we're on Thursday. Thursday we're going to do a little bit of strength work. We're going to do seven sets of three on a deadlift. Uh, with those seven sets of three, we want to lift some reasonably heavy stuff. We're not trying to necessarily hit a three rep max, but I want you to go for reasonably heavy triples and build your way up as you go. Um, starting those seven sets of three, not terribly, terribly heavy, probably around 60 or so percent. And then by the end of it, we can have built up into the 90s um, if we're having a good day and we're feeling strong with the deadlift. But be safe with it. Be smart with it. We're not trying to trash you. Take rest between them. We'll probably spend uh, 20 minutes or more doing those, those seven sets of three. Uh, so there should be a good bit of rest time in there. You should be able to lift really well. Focus on that more than anything else. Focus on how well you can control your spine while then lifting that reasonably heavy to quite heavy barbell. After our strength, the workout. This is another one that's kind of set up in a very specific manner to try to set you with a certain amount of work and a certain pace that you have to go at. So please communicate with your coaches about this one. It's going to look different depending on your capability. Uh, so expect that. Don't expect to do what's written exactly. Expect to do what you can do. Here's what we've got. Seven rounds, and we're attempting to do the work in or at a slightly higher than moderate intensity. So not really high where we're, where we're going hard and it hurts right from the get-go. Kind of a, a steady. So how I would look at it is... If I'm going out for a recovery run, I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna just putts. At the same time, I'm not gonna run hard. I'm gonna pick something in the middle where my heart rate gets up. I sweat a good bit, but I don't defeat my body with a bunch of damage. I don't beat it up because this is the start of our recovery towards the open workout. Um, so try to find that that spot where you're kind of 
I hate to use the word, but I think it's the right word. You're comfortable, but you're breathing hard. That's what I want to see. We're trying to finish each round in around two to two and a half minutes. A round consists of five strict pull-ups, and that's meant to be done as a single set of reps. So if you need to, do fewer strict pull-ups or use a band or do ring rows. Then you're on to 10 alternating overhead lunges. You're going to throw a 45-pound plate overhead if you're a guy, uh, or, or if you're scaling, throw less weight overhead. And ladies, we've prescribed a 35-pound plate, but please scale as needed. And then you're going to do those 10 alternating lunges. I want you to really focus on how smoothly you can move through them consistently and prioritize your overhead position and how you set up your spine. Make sure you're upright. If we tip forward on an overhead lunge, we cause a lot of problems for ourselves. So try to be very vertical with your spine. Then you've got 15 push-ups. Try to keep your elbows close. I would like to see you knock out those 15 reps in one to two sets. Again, we're not going really fast here. We're working at that comfortable pace, but one that's got your heart rate a little high. So don't try to sprint through your push-ups. Be nice and smooth with them and do better reps. Then 20 air squats, um, same thing applies there, nice smooth rhythm. And then finally, 25 double unders. Uh, at most, we will allot 25 seconds for you to do that work. So maybe you ought to do fewer reps, maybe you ought to just do the 50 single unders, or maybe you're just working for 25 seconds. But that's the window you've got. If we're able to pick the right uh, scales there, and maybe it looks like pulling a couple reps out, that can be okay we should be able to hit two to two and a half minutes per round without being at maximal intensity. Uh, and seven rounds of this, we wanna just find that nice rhythm and then just keep it fluid all the way through. <coughs> Excuse me. On to our Friday workout, uh, where we're really focused on resetting for the open. We don't know what the workout is yet for the open, but Whatever it is, hopefully this, uh, this allows you some recovery to get prepared for it. And here's what we're doing. We're gonna do an interval where we do a three kilometer ski, then we rest for two minutes, and then we do a three kilometer row. So it's a good bit of work. You're probably looking at 25, maybe more minutes of work for a lot of people um, with the rest in the middle. In doing this, we're not, well, it depends on what you want. If you're preparing for the open, then pace this. Go steady. Get your heart rate going, control your pace, and really focus on how well you can maintain power and stroke rate together. That's what I would focus on. If you aren't preparing for the open and you wanna crush this, then by all means, tear up that 3K ski and go out hard for your 3K row. You can, you can do a lot of work uh, on your body by pushing both of those intervals. This can be very potent or it can be a good way to reset. Um, and we encourage you guys to do whatever fits uh, your current wants and needs. If your goal is to, to try to do your best on the open, then I probably would pump the brakes. If you're just in there because this is another day where you can get in the gym and get some fitness going, then tear it up. Once we're done with those intervals, we'll play around with whatever movements show up for 20.5. And as always, or well, as we've been doing this year, 20.5 will be going down on Saturday. This time, we will be taking everybody to Hudson, to CrossFit Cadre, where we will be doing the workout. Um, so CLE peeps, remember, we will not be open this Saturday. We instead will be running ourselves down to Cadre to join them and 
and do the last open workout and uh, send this thing off with a bang. I believe we're going to have food and drinks and you're welcome to hang out and just have a general good time. Enjoy, enjoy other people who like to suffer the same way you do. Um, yeah. So that's what's in store this week. This is the last week of the open. Personally, I am looking forward to getting back to uh, a, a longer a longer spread of programming so that I don't have to tiptoe around open workouts. Um, I'm looking forward to getting you guys into some strength work, trying to build up some different lifts and, and see some improvement. So let's get after this week. Let's finish the open well, and then, uh, and then we can move on from there. We will see you guys in the gyms.